0: The story in 1 Kings uh, was an issue of who will you serve? Who will be your God? And um, Brother Fred's going to come and speak but about setting the wood in order. Um, The first thing that Elijah did, if you look in verse 30 is that he said he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And you know the story, basically, Elijah calls the people to make a decision. The prophets of Baal have an altar. Elijah's going to have an altar. In my mind, that altar symbolizes our relationship with God. The starting point for revival is for us to restore our relationship with God. That we love him with our whole heart. And nothing else. And um, the call of God is always first in our hearts to return to that love relationship with Him. Uh, To rebuild the altar that has fallen into disrepair due to inattention. And that's what happens in our lives. God's people drifted away from Him. In the days of Elijah, Ahab and Jezebel led them astray. And the call was to return to God. First, it happens in the heart. Second thing is there have to be some changes in our life. And I've asked Brother Fred to come and to speak uh, from the statement that he put the wood in order. So, Brother, if you would come, let's, we'll get you set up here.
1: I mean, when you're old as dirt and half blind, you got to have all this good stuff to help you. Uh, I want us to look at the verse 33 that was read this morning. To look what God had done with uh, Elijah, what needs to be done with us. And when it says you know, Elijah had rebuilt it, he'd put the stones together. And it said to rebuild the the, the, the altar in the name of the lord we must remember that we do all of this in the name of the lord and he put the wood in order he put the wood in order in the exact order that god had instructed him in the exact way that god had instructed the israelites whenever uh, uh, they were building the tabernacle in the wilderness Uh, God gave the Israelites a very specific instruction of the exact way to build the tabernacle, uh, the perfect way to build it, and he told them exactly how uh, he wanted us to worship, wanted them to worship, and wants us to worship. God also gave them the instructions on how to worship, how to worship him, not man, not the tabernacle, not the desert, but to worship God. The Lord God Almighty. And this has not changed in God's word. It is the same today. God is, an or, is a God of order.
0: That's right.
1: We as uh, believers must line up our lives to God's order. Just like he had Elijah put the wood in order. God has likened this order in his word uh, as a plumb line. He mentions that in Amos in the, in, in the seventh uh, chapter of Amos. A line that's got a a line that's got a plummet on the end of it, and when that line quits swaying, it's a perfect line. And God has, has uh, 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 likened that into it. It is the way that a mason or a bricklayer would use to put on the side of a building when that is perfectly straight, and then all of the bricks fall into place that they may build the wall straight and true and by rule. When you line it up here, it's gonna be lined up here. God wants our hearts, he wants our lives straight and true by by his order. We must prepare our hearts prepare our minds, prepare our lives straight and true and by his rule if we are to experience salvation uh, 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 after salvation, uh, a revival in our hearts. It's like Brother Cody said, First Baptist Church will never receive revival. Our community will never receive revival until you and you and you and you and me have that revival in our own personal hearts god is a holy god He's the lord god almighty and he and he alone sets the standard for our lives sets the standard for our, our, our our a believer's life a christian's life and 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 that standard is how we must live our lives but it's how we must Uh, uh, put our lives in order so that God himself can uh, allow us to receive uh, a revival he has told us exactly how we need to worship him and through his word he has done that now God has given us a standard not just how to live Or how to worship but he goes farther than that he has a standard for how we are to give of our time our talents and our money there is a standard for that and our standard should be the Lord's standard we must spiritually put our hearts in order we must spiritually put our lives in order we must spiritually uh, put our minds in order not only for the lord to bless us just in the everyday life and he will certainly do that but we must have those standards in our hearts and in our minds to experience revival in our lives our standard even goes to our behavior how we talk, how we walk, where we go, what we read, and yes, even how we dress. God has a standard. If we're to receive revival in our hearts, we're gonna have to obey those standards. Let me share something with you this morning about that. We are where we are in our Christian life today. We are what we are in our Christian life today. Because of what has gone into our mind, we can change what we are in Christ. We can change where we are in our, in our life with Christ Jesus by changing what goes into our minds. And God is not slack about telling us uh, what these things should be and how to pr- uh, ponder them in our heart. If you go to Philippians, the fourth chapter, uh, the eighth verse, uh, God, through Paul, writing a letter to the church of Philippi, said this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, you might want to underline that, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there is any virtue, and certainly there is, and if there is any praise, and certainly there is, God said, think on these things. Now, John, when he was writing, uh, in some of his writings, he quoted Jesus as saying this, If a man love me, he will keep my words. That's for us. If we love God, we will keep his word. We will live the standards that he's talking about that he has put before us. Uh, by the same token, though, we cannot be uh, uh, what God would have us to be, and we cannot live our lives in disobedience to God's work and expect God to, to bless us. We cannot expect revival in our personal hearts. I cannot expect revival in my heart if I haven't uh, uh, if, if I live in disobedience, I've got to live, in the realm of God's standards and this is a given when we see that we have been disobedient then this calls for repentance which in, involves a sorrowful heart I think sometimes we've overlooked that we repent but we don't experience a sorrowful heart God said listen you got to have a sorrowful heart to get forgiveness or your sins and then we see change in our heart in our lives and in our actions someone has said and rightfully so if we do today the same things that we did yesterday we cannot but expect the same results that we had yesterday if we didn't have revival in our heart yesterday we can't go about doing the same thing uh, today and tomorrow uh, expecting a revival in our heart there's going to have to be a change we can change where we are in our christian life we can change what we are in our christian life by changing what goes into our hearts and our minds now paul reminds us in his letter to rome to the romans in romans 12 i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god god is a merciful god he understands us and he will accept uh, our our uh, uh, our our tender heart to him and forgive us of our sins in the mercies of god that you present your body a living sacrifice that is critical holy and acceptable unto god and then he says hey that's just our reasonable service you know, sometimes we say, "Oh my, well, I, I can't live a Christian life like that. Listen, it's just our reasonable service to God for all that he has done for us, for all that he wants to bless us with. Uh, it's just our reasonable service. And be not conformed to the world. We don't do very good with that very much anymore. We, we, we just follow the world and everything that they do. But be you transferred... Uh, transform by the renewing of your mind we just read about that paul just told us how we need to do that that we may prove that which is good that we may prove that which is acceptable and we can we can prove the perfect will of god Let me share real quick here. We need to know the will of God, absolutely, and we do here. We need to be the will of God. Evan Roberts put it this way. Confess any known sin. If we're going to ask for revival, if we're going to want and expect revival, confess any known sin, put away any doubtful habit. Now, let me share something with you if you have a habit that is keeping you away from god's blessings and god and you think maybe it could be doubtful it probably is do away with it obey the spirit of god immediately if when you are confessing your sins to god if when you are praying for revival god says fred you need to go share christ with this person and i said god I'm going to do that, but you know I'm really busy today. We'll do it tomorrow. And we see that person, and tomorrow maybe never comes. We need to obey the Spirit of God immediately and confess God publicly. Now, there's more than one connotation of that. We need to profess God publicly when we're saved. But you know what? When we're in Walmart, we need to profess God Then, the end. You know, it wasn't too long ago that Walmart <coughs> opened up the hall, uh, the, the, the aisles in there. When they, when they expanded the, the store, they opened up the wild. that they did that for us because we can go in Walmart, and now you can take a buggy down this side and a buggy down this side, and we can stand right in the middle and profess God. You know, if, if, if you meet somebody in the middle of Walmart and they say, listen, pray for me, pray for my family, pray for, and we say, okay, we'll do that. It's a week later, a day later, and we've forgotten. You can stop right in the middle of Walmart and do that. You can pray for them right there. My wife was in there one day, and I forgot what it was, but a, a, uh, a uh, clerk on the cash register asked her if she needed prayer and she prayed right there we can do we need to profess god all the time so i'd leave you with this question today what is the next thing that you need to do in your christian life that would prepare your heart your mind and your soul for revival in 2018
0: We want you just to spend just a few minutes reflecting on that.